Hey, thanks for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. Well, we're back with our second episode that's dropping today of the Real Talk Podcast. My name is Stephen Kilgore. I'm the pastor of Revive Church in Arlington, Texas, and this podcast is a supplement to our Revive Church podcast, which you can also find on iTunes. And what we do every week is we recap the message from the weekend before on Sunday, and then we also kind of give a little bit more insight, go a little bit more in depth on how to apply it to our lives. Before I get into it today, though, I would love for you to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can search for my name, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-K-I-L-G-O-R-E. I love engaging our audience and talking about what's important in your lives. You'll get a glimpse of what I go through every week. Uh, right now, you're going to see some pictures of my disgusting uh, spinach and avocado and berry shake because my wife and I are doing the Whole30 diet, trying to get a little healthier. So uh, you'll enjoy that. But I want to thank everybody for downloading, subscribing, listening, and sharing this with other people. I've actually been sick the past few weeks dealing with uh, different things, bronchitis, strep, all kinds of disgusting things that are in the air here in Texas, where I'm at. Uh, So I didn't do a podcast for about three weeks, and so we're dropping two episodes today. And this episode is actually dedicated to last Sunday's message at Revive Church, where we started a brand new series that we titled Acts 931, and it's literally based off the passage of Scripture in the Bible in Acts chapter 9, verse 31. It says, Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Now, I want to get into a little real talk today, and this is going to be a little bit different because this series that we're going to be in is going to apply to everybody, but this first message really Uh, was from the bottom of my heart to talk about why I believe it's important that we focus on increasing in numbers as a church. And I know there's a lot of people, man, uh, everybody has their own opinion about church and the size of church and the growth of a church and that kind of thing. Um, But the perception behind that can be a little skewed. And so I kind of wanted to share why we're talking about increasing in numbers as a church and why we believe that it's important to us at Revive. Hopefully it's important to you as well, or hopefully it'll be important after you hear a little bit about what we have to say. We're going to base this series around the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you're a new Christian, or maybe you're not Christian at all, one of the things that we believe is, as Bible-believing Christians, as followers of Jesus, is that God exists in three identities, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all working as one God. So, He is one God. He is also three identities. Um, But those three persons all work in unison. And the one person of the, what we call the triune God, the Trinitarian God, is, is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God's Spirit given to us. And we read about this in Acts 2. And in 1 Corinthians 12, we actually see that the Holy Spirit gives us gifts. And those gifts are to help us help other people. They're there to edify us. They're there to encourage us, and they're there to, I believe, help us lead people to Jesus. Uh, One of the things that I've been really thinking about over the past couple months is how much I live in the temporary. Now think about that for a second. What does it mean to live in the temporary? Well, uh, let me give you a little bit of background of who I am. I am a redhead, and because I am a redhead, I have a tendency to get angry, uh, to act out in my current state of emotion. And 
what God's really been dealing on me with uh, or dealing with me about this year has been how a lot of times when I react to things, it's because I'm focused on things that are temporary. So I'll give you an example. I, I've Lately, I've been dealing with um, some people who have been saying things that are divisive. They're, they're not true, um, or maybe they are a little bit true, but uh, they're just real negative. And, and the things that they're saying are not critiques. They're not to encourage me, but they're really just to discourage me, to pull me down. And it upsets me. It gets me mad. It gets me frustrated. I don't understand why people would do that. The problem with me, though, is that I was spending so much time dwelling on what these people were saying or dwelling on what they thought about me that I was losing sight of what God had called me or had been instructing me to do with my life. And it was hurting me in my relationship with God. It was hurting me in in my relationships with people who actually do care about me and have the uh, uh, the best in mind for me. And so... I want you to think about that for just a second. When you're focused on temporary things, what are temporary things in your life that you invest too much time into? Maybe it is that person that is just negative all the time, and you're giving them too much attention. I just tweeted something today. If, if If you are tired of people complaining all the time around you, don't give them an audience. Don't give them an audience. Don't be their audience. Um... Things that when people get upset with us or things that make us upset, it's a temporary thing. Our feelings are temporary. Our feelings fluctuate with the seasons. It fluctuates with what happens in the day. And for me, um, I'm, a, I'm the pastor of a church. I'm a Christian leader. But more than that, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus aside from those things. First and foremost, I'm a follower of Jesus. And so one of the things that's been in my heart and really resonating in my heart over and over the past uh, couple months especially, but definitely this year has been, I've got to stop focusing on the things that are temporary. Stop letting the things that uh, are done to me, the, the things that hurt me, the things that are said about me, the mistakes that people make that have an impact on my life, a temporary impact. I know it's an impact, but it's a temporary impact. And stop letting those things dwell in my heart and in my mind. Because you know when you let things dwell in your heart and your mind, you start to make up things in your own head. We just had this scenario um, with a couple people I had to sit down and talk to. Um, We had an email communication going back and forth, and things got way out of control. We received an email from this person, and it was in response to an original email that was sent to them. And man, they went off and just said all kinds of mean things. And a couple of us that were in the email chain were reading this going, this is ridiculous. What is this? Well, it was an assumption. They had assumed something, and it was based off of something that was said months previous, but they had allowed that temporary thing that was said to manifest and to fester and to sit down and take root until all of a sudden they started making assumptions about other things that we had said, and it, ter- it just turned out to be a huge misunderstanding completely and totally. But this person admitted, yeah, you know, maybe I should have asked for clarification on that because this was said and I thought it meant this, and it didn't mean that. And then, you know, you look stupid doing that, and it feels real dumb, and you realize, I just wasted all this time being mad. Or maybe you have somebody in your life who's against you, who's doing things against you, who's attacking you, who's talking bad about you, gossiping about you, whatever it may be. Think about this for a second. 
Do you realize that you are probably putting more thought into them than they are into you? I mean, I know they're against you. I know. But most likely, most people are not sitting around plotting against you. They're, they're Most likely, they're not sitting around. Usually, people who are mean-spirited or, or are against you, they're going to do things in the moment. But imagine how much time you spend after the fact just sitting there and thinking about it and rolling it over in your head. So for me as a Christian leader and as a pastor, as a follower of Jesus, I started realizing that the more I let those things dwell, the more I let those, those things take up space in my mind, the less time that I have to focus on the call of God on my life to invest in people who really, really want and need help. Because I want to be focused on the eternal. I want to be focused on leading people to Jesus. I want to be focused on emptying hell and filling heaven. That's something we say around Revive Church. We want to be focused on emptying hell and filling heaven. And I can't do that if I'm focused on temporary things. And so in this series, we're going to talk about the, the spiritual gifts that God gives us to help us focus and, and maneuver people, especially, and lead people and influence people into eternity with Jesus. And that's really what we want to do. So I started out talking about, you know, why do we want to increase in numbers? And here's really the bottom line, why we believe that it's okay to want to increase in numbers as a church, because we believe that the more we grow, if we're doing it in a healthy manner, then we are helping people find Jesus. And that's important to us. Yeah, we don't want to be the church that grows with a bunch of people who just show up, aren't committed, never come to know Christ, never get anything changed in their lives are completely against God. We don't want that. But we want to increase in numbers because we believe that if we're going to put forth the work and we're going to be faithful with what God has called us to, if we're going to be focused on the eternal, we want to see as many people as possible make it to heaven. But that means if I'm going to be focused on the eternal things, if I'm going to focus on helping other people meet Jesus, then I have to stop focusing on the temporary things. I've got to stop focusing on the temporary arguments, the temporary assaults, the temporary attacks. I've got to stop focusing on the things that are taking too much time away from the purpose and the destiny that God has called me to. Well, next week, we are going to keep going in Acts 9.31. And this Sunday, we're going to talk about the first three gifts of the Holy Spirit that God gives us. So if you're in the DFW area this week, and we'd love to have you as a guest, go online to our website, reviveyourworld.com. We'd love to give you the VIP treatment. And then we'll be back next week, like I said, to discuss Acts 9.31, the second part of this message. And we'll do another in-depth look, share our heart a little bit more, and hopefully help you understand some more of the vision behind this series. Until then, remember, go find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to share this podcast with others and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So just in case I'm sick for another three weeks, you don't miss all this episode. You'll, you'll know when one comes out. And if you'll do me a favor, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. I want to thank you again for listening. And remember, when it comes to Jesus in our lives, we should never be afraid of some real talk.